You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Shalom. This is some of my best friends or Kabbalists. I'm here with Nassim Nautiglik, and we all are readying ourselves for Chag Hashuos. Now, Nelson and Eretz row, it's a pretty packed davening, that first day of Shuas you have. You have Akdomus and you have Rus. So Rus has entrenched itself uh, in the Ashkenazi Nusach as part of the Seder Ayom. Now, of course, just to remind our listeners, it is something that is read before Kriyas HaTayra, similar to the Akdomus, which is sort of like when you open the Torah. It's done, of course, on the second day of Shuot, of Shuos. And, you know, people have struggled for years to try to understand why, you know, this day that has turned into the celebration of Matan Teira and all the 613 mitzvahs, there was a, uh, a minag in a Sephardi Kihilis to go through the ksuva between us and God. It was such an exalted, extreme day. And then we have this very small four-chapter piece of ksuvim uh, called Megillus Rus. And you know, there's been a lot of trying to figure out why, why are we reading this? And some of the standard answers, uh, I think, are I, I, I want to jump over them, but I, I guess I'll mention them. Now, one answer, of course, is that uh, it's Derech Eretz it's Chesed before Torah, that Rus has within her, wherever she comes from, she has the Yisod of what Matan Torah can work with. Matan Torah can work with the fact that you have these Chasodim. And as, as the Chazal tell us, the Torah is Tchilas Chesed in terms of Kosnasor, in terms of bearing Moshe. So Rus is a safer that's it's has no mitzvahs, the Medrash says. I think it's on Yalka Tremaini that has no mitzvahs, has no Isser, has no heter. All it has in it, of course, is the ideas of of of, of how to be Goimel Chesed. And that of course is Boaz and Rus and, and Naomi as well. That's one answer. Another answer uh, is that since David Amelech was born and died on Shavuos, according to the tradition. This is sort of David's origin story in a way. Chazal even goes so far to say that Rus was able to live so long that she was able actually to see David ensconced as the king, and therefore it's sort of David HaMelech's story. Shavuos is, sort, is in a way David HaMelech's holiday, at least partially, and therefore Rus uh, sort of does that. Well, the, the thing that always spoke to me was the idea that uh, the Rus is being a giyaris, and that uh, Mamad Harsina was essentially a gigantic uh, giyur for for Amisrael. This concept that we weren't completely Klal Yisrael yet, and that what happens at Matan Torah is halachically in the Gemara and Yavamas used as a source for the process of every Ger Tzedek, and that's of course where we know Mila and right. Tvila from, is really learned out from Matan Torah. We are then given the story of uh, an individual giyaris. So it's it's an interesting you know right. concept, right? In other words, this is really the mass conversion of Klal Yisrael ascending uh, through acts are, that are something like Gerus, and then the story that we need to read, Nelson, is the story of a of a lonely little Gerus from Moab, and and somehow that completes the idea. Right, who probably who many people would not have considered her acceptable Klal to to be a Gerus. Right. You so, know. you know, how does that really uh, enhance our sense of what being a uh, a victuous is this day of the Mascaris? You know, there's a there's a machlekes whether Yisra came before Matatayra and after Matatayra, and so you, you know, like, well, you might not communicate came before Matatayra, after Matatayra. What's you know, what's what's going on? The, the you know, the idea would be that if he came before Matatayra, 
it would be kind of a way of saying that Yisrael joined Am Yisrael at the same time that Am Yisrael themselves were Midgayer. So there's no difference really in the final result between Yisrael and the rest of Am Yisrael. If you say that he came after Matan Torah, so the implication is, is that Am Yisrael was something beforehand. Before Matan Torah, Am Yisrael had this, this kind of like embodied Kedusha as being the children of Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, being the, being the, extended, being the extended family. And a male, at any rate, could not join Am Yisrael in any way other than by, you know, being purchased as a slave or, um, or if he's a female, maybe, you know, getting married. But, but the old is like, over here, it comes from the Yichus to the Yichus to the Yavis. Think of it as a kind of nationality. So then, so then you wouldn't have anything to be Midgayer too. Okay. So, so. Yisrael having to arrive after Matantar in order to be Mizgayer indicates that, first of all, the foundation of the Kedusha of Yisrael is, 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 is in the body. It's in the Yichos. And on top of the Yichos, the Kedush Baruch adds another level of, you know, of, of nationality. And in a, in a sense that now Am Yisrael is also a nation, so you can convert to the nation. You can acquire citizenship in the nation. It can be Mekai Mitzvah and everything. But, but the, the, it, it would be still like the sheet of the, of the, uh, of the Kuzari that, that no Ger can ever be like an original authentic Yehudi or Yisraeli. Which is really built on Chazal that we say, Kal Gerim lo Yikrikal, a Mamzer can marry, a Mamzer lo Yovei Bekal Hashem, but a Mamzer can, of course, marry into Gerim. So, so if you, if you hold that Yisra came afterwards, there's always an inherent difference between, between, uh, you know, between Gerim and, and Yehudim. So then, so then the idea of, of Rus coming as a, as a Gyeris and, and generating, you know, generating David Amelech, okay, is incomplete. It completely trashes the, that that sheet that, that there's a foundation of Am Yisrael that is not based on on shared uh, commitment to Torah, but is based on our DNA, right? If you really believe that, then how you know? Then how could you have a Mayovia, even a very good one, even even someone who is muter lekahal, but nevertheless contribute her, you know, contribute her package to 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 David Melchizedek? You know, so I think you know one of the things that if if Bruce if Bruce is teaching us anything about Gerus, it's teaching us that we were all Gerim. The Yichus didn't the Yichus didn't matter. Okay, you know, there's 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 a there's an absolute gulf between being a extended family of the Avos and being and being Am Yisrael. It's not the same thing anymore. Part of what happens, we take our Judaism for granted, and you know, we, we talk about our national history and we get excited about it, and we don't realize that the individual commitment is so crucial. And I think part of the Muster idea here is, is that we have to have this micro story. If we don't have this micro story, then we sort of don't appreciate the change that occurred that turned us into Claudius Row. We're so used to it. It's such a, uh, we, the child grows up saying, he only knows about his yarmulke and what's Muks on Shabbos, and he doesn't understand what it means to be committed. And, and I think, therefore, it's only these stories that, that the, the Masaknim felt uh, needed to, to be added to our shuas. And, and you're correct. Yisro is the same thing. Everybody knows the Parsha of Matan Torah is, is known as Parsha's Yisro. And here you have Yisro's story. Before God says, Anoch Hashem Leikecha, we, we, have this, we have this very intelligent, wonderful person uh, hearing things, not after actually experiencing it. And I think one of the things I think we have to do is 
is, is feel that we're hearing it for the first time. Not that we lived it, but we're hearing it and we're willing to be inspired by, by what we hear. But I think one of the weirdest things in Sefer Rus is in Perigimel. We know that, uh, Boaz and, and Rus have struck up a, a, a sort of friendship. Boaz has been pr- a protector of her. You know, one of the most beautiful things, you know, at the end of Perik Bays is Boaz, you know, speaking to this very young woman and, and telling her, you know, without <laughs> probably looking in her eyes and saying it to her. And Pusik, Perik Bays, Pusik Yudala, Vayan Boaz, Vayomerwa, Ugad, Ugadli, Koasher, Asisa, Eschamosayach, Achri Mosi Sheikh. And, and, and Rus responds like a real human being. And, and that's just such a wonderful human interaction. You know, we're so uptight about men talking to women. And here we have, you know, the God of Ador, you know, speaking to this, this woman that, that he barely knows, but he has heard of and speaking things that isn't just like, you know, uh, here's where the shul is and, uh, uh, how was the food? He speaks about things that are so direct and so straight to the heart about why is she living the life she is. So anyway, but that, that, that's a, a beautiful thing to read. But then as they get to know each other and Naomi is so excited about this and, it, you know, um, Naomi refers to him as a goel, which, you know, Rashi and, and right. Ramaphorshe Abshat say it's that he's going to, you know, uh, somehow be able to get for us, uh, halachically a status where, you know, we can get Machlon and Kilion's or, or, or Machlon's uh, possessions. And, you know, you, you will be, you know, you could somehow be connected and somehow we won't lose it. Uh, but then she says, she says to him in Perik Dalid, she says, I know what he's doing tonight. <laughs> Naomi seems to know quite well Boaz's comings and goings. And I know Hinehu Zoras Agoren Malaiwa. The idea of Geula means that I have an unlimited right if I get the money together to go purchase my field and return it to me. So it's not, so it's not just that it's going to come back to me at the end of 50 years. I can make it come back to me now if I can, if I can raise the funds. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the, and the buyer is not allowed to say, but wait a second, I bought this and then you know, I have the right to keep it until, until the evil. You don't even have the right to keep it to the evil. You have the, you know, have the right to get paid for it if, if I, if I buy it back, but I have the, I have the right to buy, buy the field back. Yeah. Now you have, you have situations where, where let's say, the original seller of the field is kind of like, you know, on hard times. And at that, at that point, you would have the Goyel, which is a member of the family with the resources to buy the field back and return the field to the, to the uh, original owner, which is a member of, which is a member of his family. And over there, the language I believe is because I'm not looking at it directly right now. Right. That, that's that's accurate, no? Yes. That uh, that Goel could be even an uncle or a, a cousin, uncle, his or a cousin of his. Elimelech was the brother of the father of Boaz, and also the brother of Pliny Almoini, and also the brother of of even apparently the the brother of of the father of Naomi. It's Rashi, it's Rashi of the Okay, so that so that makes. 
that makes Boyaz Machlin's cousin and and uh, and Elimelech's nephew. But apparently, apparently he is a, he is a, he is an older guy. I mean, there's there's no question about it that he's that he's an older guy. Amor Rabbi Senu Elimelech v'Shalmon Avi Boaz u'Floini Almoini Hagoyel v'Avi Naomi Kulam Bnei Nachshon Ben Amidad of Hoyim. Well, it's not really Nachshon. It's it's um... the timing. The timing is interesting. Let's just put it that way. But but uh, so you have basically that Boaz is Machlin and Chilion's cousin, and he is also so so, so Ploni Almoni is. In a way, closer to he's a closer goel. Well, I you know I guess I guess the goel could 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 uh, could purchase out or buy anything that that was you know belonging to the to the family, okay? Because I mean, there's no Elimelech and there's no Machlon, there's no Chilion, so all the property which was left behind, at least this is my understanding of it, all the property that was left behind in Yehuda when they went to when they went to Moab had been sold. Right. Okay. That's, and, so you're 100 percent right there. They were. Let me see if. They, in other words, all Machlon, Kilion, and Eli Melech stuff is somewhere else. Who knows who owns it? But somebody else owns it now because right. they needed money. So now the Goel who can right. somehow get it back, the closest one, to buy it. Would, which, and the reason why Plony Almoni is closer because he can get Eli Melech. He is Eli Melech's he's brother. brother of Eli, he's Eli Melech's brother. So he's he's Eli Melech's brother, and right. he's the and he's the uncle of Machlon, whereas. Right. And, 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 and if not for Machlon Chilion, by the way, he could have, he, you know, he could have been Miyabim uh, Naomi also. It certainly appears from the text, just I'll peep shot, okay, that Naomi and Boaz had a thing, okay, or at least Naomi had a thing for Boaz because in all, in all, you know, this is the this is the famous Korean Ktiv. So let's let's read right. that. Why don't we read that and see what Naomi says? Incredibly, she speaks to uh, Ruas and she says. Go wash yourself, and put some anointing oils on yourself. And that's, of course, the way we read it. Right. Uh, but if you look at the way it's written in the Megillahs, it's written, You'll wear the, all those things and smell beautifully, and I'll go down to the Goran. And Again, um, uh, and don't don't go until he's finished eating, and then you have pasuk David in Perik Gimel, and it's while he's lying there, I guess, tired and sleeping. Goes to sleep, right? Yeah, you'll feel around the place that he's sleeping, and then you'll go there and and somehow uncover his feet, and we don't know his exactly. feet. Right. Yes, he uncovers his feet. Yeah, he was, he was wearing a blanket. He's sleeping in a blanket. So she un- uncovers his feet. And then and you then have we, and then the we have the word. word. And then we have the ksiv. Of course, the kri is. And then you'll shachafta. And then you'll lie down. Right. But here we have the, 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 the ksiv is vishachafti. And I will sleep there with him. And then he'll tell you what needs to be the shertasin, what you should do. Right. And of course, and then she says that, you know, she says, whatever you say, I- I'm going to do. And, and she does go down and she does reveal his feet. And it sounds like they're, they're lying there for a while. And it's only in Pasaches, Vayihi Bachatsi Alayla, Vayacharad Aish, Vayilapes. Vayihi 
Halaylo, that critical moment of midnight, midnight. The, the hour of Geula, if we're talking about Pesach. Hazal <laughs> and Sanhedrin are not prudish about what this next word means. <laughs> and and Chazal and Sanhedrin say he got sexually excited. So Rashi says, I think quite quite reasonably, and this is also in in the in the sources. Kosover shadehu. So he thought that he was being attacked by a demon. Okay, and he wanted to and he wanted to cry out. So she grabbed him and and wrapped her arms around him. I guess wrapped his arms wrapped her arms around his feet. Okay, you know, and and then so vayilafes Rashi says is is vayoches. You know, it's it's, it's like a nifal of of uh, of this word. You know. Lafest or lefet or whatever, however you want to say, which means which means that she grabbed him tight. She grabbed mm-hmm. him tight. That's that's mm-hmm. how Rashi reads it. But it's it's not it's not a very it's not a very convincing b'mechila um, You know, it's not a very convincing read because I think you know the otherwise it's taken it's taken to mean he thrashed from side to side. You know, Vailof, he's, he's you know and like some kind of or that he was seized. Now, if you if you say in English that he was seized, you know it could be it could have been some kind of you know feeling of just having some kind of seizure. I mean, that's what a seizure is. You know, you feel seized, you feel held, you feel grabbed by something. Okay, so he so he had he had that kind of had that kind of that kind of sensation. And you know, so and oh, that's that's a woman down there. Okay, so is it you know is it he's seized by he's seized by a, a a overwhelming sexual passion he's he's seized by terror because uh, he thinks she's being attacked by a demon in the middle of the night you know is the is he being seized by Ruth because he's tossing and turning and, and trying to get away and she and she and she's holding on to him no don't I'm a human being I'm a human being here you know um, so all of those all of those things kind of you know fit into that and it's it's, it's interesting that you know Chazal. And the Mepharshim tell us that what happens later, which seems to be a little bit untoward for Boaz the God Alador to do, but he says to her, he says, don't worry, you know, um, and it's almost like she's asking for sex at that moment where she says, right. it sounds like right. she believes that somehow they could consummate right there and that would somehow uh, bond them. And and he thanks her for that. He says, Brucha Atlashem. You know, he talked to his his Dechachomarishon. The truth is oh, this, this, Thank this you last, so much this, for bringing back my my you know my old time feelings. My, you know, I've I haven't I haven't felt like this since nineteen eighty-three. Thank you, Thank you so much. This essence bigger than the first one, right? And of course, but he then explains yeah. what he means. He means he says, Levilti Lechas, you could have had any of these young studs. Levilti Lechas Akara Bokharim, you could have gotten you could have gotten much a much younger person. But then he tells her, Thanks, but Biti Altiri, Kosher Timri Esalok, I will marry you. I will be your goel. I will be your husband because right. the, because of how great she is, because and Kiyodea Kol Shar Ami Kiesha's Khoyalot. But then he says we have to deal with the problem of of the other goel, but but what's what's interesting, Nelson, is that he tells her in Pesach and Gimel, "Lini Halayla, I need you to stay here. Right. I need you to stay here." Now, Chazal talking about the fact that it's going to look terrible unless she can, because in the middle of the night, if somebody sees her, it's going to look strange, 
Whereas in the daytime, who knows where she's been? Maybe she's just an early riser and maybe she's going to work or maybe she's going to gather, but he wants her to stay there. And, 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 right. and it says, the, the Pesach goes out of its way to say, they didn't go, she didn't go and find another haystack to lie into. She stayed touching him and lying at his feet until the morning. And that's what the Pasuk says. And Vyomer, meaning, because this way nobody will realize that someone has come, right? Right. right. Even though, I mean, this is this is kind of obscure, but I think I think the way that you explained it is 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 as good as it can be explained. You know, that that she wants to wake up, she she wants to get up and go home at the very at a very specific moment. Not that people will see her wandering around in the middle of the night, which is extremely which would be extremely suspicious. Nor, on the other hand, does she want to actually be seen in the clear light of day. You know, she wants to you know she wants to be out and about at a time when yeah, a woman might have reason to go do something. Because it's almost morning, but then on the other hand, they wouldn't actually be able to identify exactly where she came from that she'd been that she'd been sleeping by Boaz. That's as good a shot as I can as I yeah. can uh, imagine. And, and, and of for, course, she, when she comes back in the morning, you know she has sheish saorim that Boaz has given her. So when she comes back mm-hmm. to her mother-in-law, her mother-in-law says, "Miat <laughs> biti." Right, like, like, who are you now? Are you who are who? Yeah, right. That's, you, a, that's an interesting question. Have like, you, have you become, are you are so, you married yet? You know, yes, right. And vatagenla is ish, meaning which right. you, I, it would be better, I guess, to say as Right, the things he did not do, what he said, but I guess right. he told her about you know how Boaz reacted. This sounds like something. Now it, it, we know that eventually, of course, the 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 Plony, the Russia, as Chazal referred to him, does not want Rus. And and what's interesting, we get to the very end of this, and, and now Boaz and Rus are able to consummate their 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 relationship. You know, like he says, "Vatilo leisha pasukin gimel and perik david Hashem lo herayon," and you know, as if you know, it was on the first shot. He, she was able to get pregnant, and she did have a child. And as you can see, that that Vatika Pasuk Tazayan, her her friends tell her, "Boy, you you've got a goel, and you've got a great daughter-in-law, and this is better than all the kids you can have." But Pasuk Tazayan, Vatika Knoami Asayeled, what did she say? She took the baby, she put the baby in her lap. She was going to be the one that would uh, raise. Right. So and... I mean, she's really, she's really. I mean, not only is she getting her baby back, you know, her baby Chilion or whatever Machlon, his name yeah. was, Machlon. Machlon. She's getting, excuse me, she's getting, she's getting her baby back, and she, and she's becoming, and she's getting her identity back as a, as an important yeah. woman. And, and that's and, the next um, So she's, she's really, yeah, she's really being restored to her, to her previous, to her previous status. Right. The Pasuk says, Nelson, the Shekheno said, mm-hmm. yeah, you know who she is? Yulad ben Manaomi. They said, yeah, she's she has a baby. Yulad ben Manaomi. And and that's Oved, who becomes like Naomi's son. So it, it really is weird. You, you take the you take the Ksiv, indicating that Rus is Naomi's surrogate. And although she doesn't have right. relations with him, she takes the baby. So what are we what are we supposed to make of this? It's a very this this makes the story a lot 
deeper and stranger than sort of the power of the yes. way we explained it. Number one, Boaz is going to be the goel. So the, go, the job of the goel is to buy the field. Okay, or to buy the fields, but whatever. At least, at least, at least the field that belonged to to Rus's husband, okay, and and restore it to the family. So in his case, there's really nobody to restore it to. There's nobody to give the field to in terms of giving it back. The very fact that the field is going to remain in in Boaz's possession is is the restoration of the of the field to the family. But where do you get this idea of? So now it's understood that he has to marry Rus. Let's understand. Rus is, I mean, Rus is not a Yivama. Okay, she's not Chayv and Yibum. She has no, you know, yeah, you know, I, I, I'll take the field. Leave, you know, leave the woman. Where, where's, you know, but the, you have the whole, you know, the whole thing here is, is working with the assumption that there is a kind of mitzvah Yibum here. You know, and, and Boaz so. Se- the, Boaz seems to tether the two. He connects the yes. two when, when 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 he confronts his uncle. Yeah, he confronts yeah, the, Plony. Plony Almoni is not Plony Almoni is is willing to take the field. He's he's okay with that, but he's not willing to take Rus. And therefore, the whole thing falls to falls to Boaz. So I'm like, so there's a linkage, you know, because there's no mitzvah Yibo here. No, and Boaz is not a brother, and 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 she's not the you know she's not Zokokli Yibo either Liavam in any in any event. So obviously you have to say that that Yibo was also practiced in a in a in a less formal, less halachic way. Now, the big tradition of Yibo is that you can be in order to be Mekayim this if there if there's if there's a brother. But under there could be other circumstances which would be like Yibo, which are nichlal in the concept of, of being a goyel. And and so therefore the expectation the expectation is you get the, you take the field. Well, if you're going to restore the field to the family, you have to restore the field to the child of the of the of the woman who whose whose husband died. Okay, so this is also it's not evil as we're used to thinking of it, but it, it is evil. Yeah, let's just read the pasuk. It's in pasuk Perak Dalad pasuk Hey Bayomar Boaz Biyom Kenoscha Hasada Miad Noami Umeis Rusamo Avia Eishes Hames Kanisa. In other words, Miyad Naomi, of course, is not from Naomi because, you know, right? Naomi, because, well, Naomi is not necessarily the seller. Naomi, Although, is, right, Naomi, Rashi, Naomi, Naomi sold it. And right, it says, the Pasuk says that Naomi did sell it. And Pasuk Gimel, she says, She had to sell it somewhere. And whether it was in, in Moab right. or, or wherever it was, she sold it. And there's some there's some unknown person who has it. And right. I'm going to tell you that you know you're going to have this chus since Naomi's uh, in poverty to be the goel, and be the goel. And when you buy it, Kanisa, you're going to also get this wife. I'm making a tanai, and it's interesting, like you say, the tanai is. That it has to go together. Maybe, like you're saying, they were doing yibum in those days, and also because the idea behind getting the soda back to the family, right, is really the same principle uh-huh. of of this woman being connected to her, the relative of her dead husband. In this case, the uncle, right. because that is they're both the same idea as you said before of restoration and Boaz. Like you say, it's not halachically forced to be that way, but Boaz tethers them together. Let's 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 just say Derech Eretz. It's not Derech Eretz. You know, 
could could very well be a concept from even from before Matantaira, like you have by Yehuda and Tamar, um, which is obviously kind of like the stance of this of this uh, story also. It sort of like makes it sort of it one ups Parshas Bahar. Now there's some Parshas Bahar if there isn't you know you know this is Lachokim Shema Meis Al Nachlosay. In other words, she's Correct. the representative. Even though you were his uncle, and in a way you're also him, you share a similarity with him, Shevet and etc. But but putting Rus there as as the as your wife, that's really somehow the shame hames al nachlosay, and that's really the key of what the Torah really wants. Naomi might have sold it, but she's only selling it by proxy. When 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 Eli Melech and Machlon and Kilion die. The, if they have the property while they were still in Moab and they sold it, you know, out of desperation now, then again, she really was selling property that it wasn't hers because it, it, with the death of the three people, right? Ellie Melech's property would, would, would accrue to his two sons. With the death of the sons, it would go back up. It would either, it would go back, back to, it would go to the uncle. So really, halachically, one one can make the case that they were, you know, they were the owners of the property were, were already. Uh, uh, Plony was already the owner. Yeah, yeah. Plony was already was already in line to inherit that property. Uh, un- uh, unless you say, sold. Uh, unless you say it was sold before they died. Alternatively, you know, I mean, assuming that they had ksubas back then, you know, so they might have, uh, you know, nobody might still have a right to live there or something. Okay. You know, considering that uh, that she was that she was the widow of of uh, of Elimelech. but okay, okay. But we've we've gone into the thicket here. I want to go back into the Goran because clearly right. there, there's, as you say, there's something going on. Naomi, she uh, she's excited about Boaz. She is a cousin to his. She, according to the Siv, she sees Ruth as a surrogate as herself. So. Let's try to understand this because this sounds, if anything sounds cabalistic, this does. So a few, a few observations. One is that, you know, you're talking about a period of time in history in which women kept Tahara, whether they were married or not. Okay. So I, I, I imagine that that would be the reason why it would, it would only be an issue of a Panuya and a Panuya, um, touching each other, which apparently was not really, was not really considered a problem. Okay, it, it would it would be a problem today because all of our panuyes are also are also nidos, but uh, you know, Rus was not necessarily nido. Back when people were eating their chulam b'tahara, okay, which which seems to have been a very prevalent thing. So then, so then, uh, yeah, all all little girls after after the age of bas mitzvah were already going to the mikvah, you know, and that that kind of thing also explains a little bit about why why you know why you could have something like tuba av. With these boys and girls, uh, you know, dan- dancing around in the in the in the in the, in the crumb and with or with or without chaperones, you know, I mean, oh my God, maybe they're going to hold hands. Uh, eh, no biggie, you know, they're they're not they're not a, they're not in a building somewhere. They're not hiding. Walking, they're walking hold, home holding. Maybe that's not even a, maybe that's not any kind of deal at all. Maybe it's not a big deal or anything. Like, what's wrong with it? Okay, so 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 the idea that you know, Rus is is there. There's no, there's no Yichnuya yet, and and the fact that she's touching him is also is also not a problem because she's because she's not a nida, all right. So that's that's about the first thing I would want to I would want to get out of the way, okay. Why why this would even be considered any kind of reasonable um, uh, 
uh, reasonable behavior. Do you do you see honestly Batishkov Margolisov as just like my, when my dog sleeps at my feet, or do you see this as an embrace? You know, as as the way no, I, husband, I think, the way husbands yeah, I, and wives. Stay in each Look, other's you have, arms. You, have, you, you certainly you, you well. I don't know. Not in each other's arms. She's down there. She's down there at the bottom of his feet, which is which is that which is tact is something that needs to be explained. But the but the point is, she I mean, she's you know she Tasha Margulaisov. So she I mean, she's down there. She's touching him. She she uncovers his feet. I mean, she didn't she didn't want to touch him. She got to wet the blanket on. She uncovers her feet and she lays down there and he and and she and she embraces him and and the fact that the Boaz gets a it gets it gets aroused out of this um, is. Is stated pretty explicitly, depending on what sheet in the matter she you, know, you want to follow. But uh, but yeah, you know, it's a very it's a very intimate moment. And and uh, my my question here is 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 this really? If Naomi thinks that there's something happening with with Boaz and and that and that and that Boaz might be willing to be a goel, and that he might be willing to being willing to marry Ruth or or do some kind of yibumish uh, thing with her, okay. Like Hamibli ain shadchonim be Yehuda. I mean, there's 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 no there's no shadchonim in Beis Lechem that could go put the proposal before uh, before Boaz. Okay. Why why, and, why have the surprise? Why have the surprise? Why attack? why 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 do this in the middle of the night and and go come and cover his feet and lay down? What what are you what are you doing? I mean, it's you know, based on our analysis of the last Patrick. If if Boaz consummates with her and becomes the de facto Yovam type, then we can't do the uh, moral tethering for Plony, and that's part of what Boaz's answer is. They're they're, they're not going to get the soda possibly. Plony is still remember a brother. Yeah, yeah. He can. I mean, he can. He can sleep with. He he, he can sleep with Ruth and and fine. But uh, but yeah, that doesn't. Right. So Boaz that doesn't really, return the field. Right. So Boaz actually exercises. A, 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 some wisdom here by by and some restraint, right? The restraint is definitely there, but he <laughs> but but he was also you know. able he was also able by 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 connecting the two yeah. and 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 by sort of like morally browbeating and saying, hey, this is the whole purpose of of being goel is to restore and shame Ochev and this is something you know that 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 Plony you know cannot. Cannot really do as he says. He doesn't want to be mashkis his nachla by having Rus around. So now he gets both. Whereas if Boaz consummates with her and they become essentially, you know, kedusha bia, yeah, so then then the soda can still go to Plony, right? Because he does You know, you no longer have the. You no longer have the. You know, as as long as long as he hasn't already taken Rus, so he still has the option of purchasing the soda and acquiring Rus at the same at the same time. You know, Mashenkin, if he if he if he just takes Rus before that, then you're right. He's saying, you know, the then the Sud is now disengaged from the yeah, you married already. Good Gesundheit. Hey, now the field is mine. You mentioned to me the yes. that the Malbim uh, Talmud, of course, of Rabzir Zidichov. Um, you know, despite most of this beer on Rus being very Pshatovadik, mentions something very uh, interesting here. Yes, yes, he does. And it's um, if anybody wants wants to look up the album, I'm not going to, to read through the whole thing. But essentially, what he says is that this whole thing is a dramatically staged scene. Rus going down there, uncovering his feet, laying down. There's this is it's a it's a symbolic representation of something. 
Okay, and it's basically a symbolic representation of the of the aspect of of yibum. And you know, as as, as we all know, chalitz involves a shoe, right? So the 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 yibama has to take off the yibum's shoe and and spit. So leaving 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 the spit alone, what's what's with the shoe? Why is the shoe such a significant thing? So so the idea is that the sh- a, the shoe relative to the foot is kind of like the body relative to the neshama. And the, you know, when, when the Yavam is wearing the shoe, he's basically saying that, yes, I'm, I'm willing to give a body to that person's dead brother. So like the, I don't know, the way that I could conceive of this is that, is that in some moment in time, you know, the, the, Nishama of the identity of the dead brother, however you want, if you want to be more more or less rational about it, you know the identity of the dead brother becomes connected to the living brother. Okay, and they grew up together, you know, so they, that's not such a that's not such a, a far fetched thing. And and then by keeping the shoe on my foot, okay, I'm basically showing that yes, I'm willing to be the conduit that brings this soul into into a shoe, into the body. Okay, so while the while the Yavam is wearing the shoe, he has, really has two identities. He has an identity as himself, and he has an identity as the conduit for the for the uh, for the neshama of the of the of the nifter. The, now, when the woman takes the shoe off, he, he's basically saying, "Look, you are not going to you're not going to do this. Okay, you're going to leave your brother disembodied, bodiless, no shoe. Okay." And on, a, on another level, the shoe is also therefore the symbol of the of the Yavama herself, because she is now the pathway through which this through which the disembodied brother comes back. Comes know, he, back he, when he world. comes back, let's just say it. He comes back, and this is why the Ramban felt that this parsha of Yibum uh, in Parshas uh, Kiseitze was the great great sod of Sodas Hatorah of Gilgal. You know, something oh, Gilgal, that had been, right. that had been you know, right. in other words, the baby. That hopefully the brother will be successful in forming together with the Yavama is the is the reincarnated soul of the person who has died of the person who left right and and by by the way I mean don't even get me started on why the Yavama spits that's you know say that they say this that's that I'll say it Rabbi Nobachi says I will say it Rabbi Nobachi says because it's a remez to the Zera. That the husband, that the brother is not providing, it's 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 a physical uh, symbol. Mm-hmm. That's why she actually brings it up. She's supposed to actually like an old uh, Borscht Belt comedian who's uh, past his prime, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and then bringing it up, and, and which is similar, of course, to the idea of the zero that that is brought up. Uh, mm-hmm. in the person's body. Bachi's interpretation, LP, su- pseudo pshat, makes a lot of sense. In other words, if you, if yeah, you, if this you, is, this is the zero that's not going to be there. So, to right, speak. right. And right. Uh, that's why, that's yeah. why it's befun of. It's similar to Erva Onan. In other words, the same way Erva Onan, you know, you know, spill their seed. Uh, here's the seed that, you know, in a sense uh, of what it can All be. Right. But anyway, okay. So, and so, so, so given, so given that what she's doing by laying down next to his feet, she's really enacting a kind, she's really enacting the Chalitza shoe proposal for Yibo. She's actually acting that out. She's giving a physical acting to that. And, and the, the Malam says that the reason why they did it this way is because they weren't willing to actually voice the proposal out loud. 
which I don't know. I, I'm I'm a bit I'm a bit skeptical about that. And I think I think a much better explanation would be something that the Ram the Ramban would say. Okay, and this would be this would be Naomi's you know Emeka Kavan over here. Naomi is, doesn't know how Boaz feels. Doesn't know what Boaz wants to do. Maybe Boaz has never considered Ruth as as, as a, a woman that he's interested in, and he's not considered the, being being goyal the field. Ruth comes there and lays down next to Boaz's feet in order to actually create the chalois of the rutzin to be Mekayim of the mitzvah. Now she's she's creating she's creating the event whereby Boaz actually identifies with with the with with the dead husband. That's not the, it's not his brother, right? but identifies with identifies with Machlon, feels that he could be a representative of Machlon, feels Machlon's, you know, um, I guess Neshama coming into him and desiring to be born into the world through through Rus. And and Rus there is playing the role of a of a Chalitza Shu, and she's also playing the role therefore of of, of what the Yavama is really really trying to do. And so the advantage of doing this whole thing is is not that she can't ask for it, or she's not allowed to open her mouth. She doesn't have any problem asking for asking for what she wants. The point the point is is that is that here it's kind of like a situation where where you know Isha Kashera she's creating the desire on the part of her would be husband. To, to do the mitzvah. And at that point, it really puts into a certain kind of very, very interesting aspect. What happens, like, why would Boaz think that he's about to be attacked by a demon? You know, I mean, that, that, that's, that's his feeling. And, and the vailofas, he's, he's seized. He's seized by, he's, by, you know, yeah, he's seized by the ghost of Machlon past. Mm-hmm. You know? But, he, but appara- apparently, apparently he feels that. And and once and once it happens, so you so want to say the shed. The spirit, you want to say the shed is actually Machlon's spirit that is somehow in that Goran with yeah, them. It's in, it's in there, and it's, you know, and 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 of course, you know, in in all cultures, you know, demons also possess people. Maybe maybe he believes it's Lilith. Maybe he believes it's 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 Lilith. Remember, yeah, he's a hundred years old. He's the Rosh Sanhedrin. And we know that he's yeah. doing avodas hakodesh. I mean, he's there being zoyre the gorin. You can imagine the birnitzaitzis that he was involved in the hakona of the mitzvahs of yeah. trumas and Maestras. I mean, he was probably on a that night was a big stark madrega for the makai mitzvahs hatuyas baaretz. And and then you know yeah. in the middle of the night, you know he feels something, and it's possible what he feels is we know how the uh, lilith Evil. and her lilith and her minions. Uh, come and uh, they try to entice these tzaddikim. Yeah, well, he, anyway, but he's obviously experiencing some, some some sort of presence that 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 I think the idea of Ayilafat is being seized. You know, it's a seizure. It's a possession of sorts, and so, you know, and that's why, and that's why he starts shaking and you know, twitching back and forth. Okay, and and on, I'll peep, I'll peep shot. You know, Ruth's probably hanging on to him. Is it possible based on? what you're saying with the Malbim and, and what we're adding to it, is it possible that Naomi also, in a way, wants to bring back her uh, child? She's, she's there, too. That's right. She's there, too. <laughs> That's right. In other words, Naomi, Naomi if, 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 the, if Yibum does have the magic of metapsychosis, 
of of Gilgal, of bringing, reincarnating the person who was gone in this new body, then, you know, if Naomi could do it, if Naomi could be a Yavama, then Naomi yeah, would so be able not, to, just... Naomi would be able to birth, she'd be able to birth her husband. And, and but what's happening here is that she's not going to birth her husband. Rus is going to birth, is going to birth her child, right? The wife is going to birth the husband, which in a way, of course, is the child of Naomi. There wasn't a problem of how to communicate to, to Boaz. Not a problem of how to communicate. It's, it's a matter of how to awaken within Boaz the desire, Ikhlal, for the for the mitzvah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, we already have seen, as I talked about in the beginning of our program, that their relationship was a cordial one. It was the cordial one of the Godo Ador, you know, talking to this girl. It was, but in order for it to be what what the Rabbi Shalom wanted, in order for it to have David Amelech, it has to turn into something sensual. It has to turn to something passionate. It has to turn to something that is more intense. And the only way that's going to happen is by going down to the Goran. I mean, it also has to turn into something that re-embodies dead people. I mean, you know, Boaz, who says, you know, who says Boaz is willing to channel or even able to channel anybody? You know, you have to, you have to awaken well, the, that. Well, uh, well the Torah assumes, I guess, okay, so what you're saying is every, well, let me put it in, 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 in sort of like technical terms. If there would be real Yibam, automatically. But since this was sort of pseudo there wouldn't be any yeah, right? in, other words, in other words, pseudo yibum, you need to sort of like live the. You have to be a method actor. If it's real yibum, you're boil balkarcha. It's already a kona, right? Even nafal minagag. Yeah, yeah, that's right. it. This is a yavam. It happened, and what, if she happens to be pregnant, that's going to be the reincarnated person, no matter what das the yavam had. Mashein came when we're trying to do yibum in this sort of unofficial way. Then the only way that could work is if you are actually. Then you'd need to, yeah. Uh, you have to, you have to be, you have, you have, have to be have to, You really have to be the channel. You really have to feel it. You really, really have to feel it happening. Yeah. Kabbalah Satira is about going back to Ganeid. It's about the tikkun of all the, of all the oilamists that were miscalcal. So, you know, originally Adam and Chava were the close, they were the, the, in, you know, they were the entirety of humanity wrapped up in, in a, in a single body, you know. Which kind of which kind of gives you to understand why why you know why they were immortal because like you know they're they're in a they're in a timeless condition everybody everybody is within them everybody is niflal oh, in really? their own personality so there's the whole there's the whole life of the universe there's the you know there, there's the life of humanity from 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 uh, you know from Adam all the way to you know Melech Hamashiach wrapped up in wrapped up in in a, in a single life you know so death happens when all of these lives become disconnected from each other and they filter down through filter down through history but if you can if you can bring back dead people okay and you can you can bring them back into into the into the present so that is essentially the idea of turning Eretz Yisrael into into Eretz Achaim, which is which connects Eretz Yisrael to the original the original Gan Eden. you know we're I'm I'm here you're here and and the dead are here and the, the let's say the you know the those who are not yet born are here we're all we're, we're all here Across across time. Nate, Nate, let me just let me just add a little layer to that. Um, I almost feel now this idea of staying here over the night and lying there next to him is like du partsufim havi. It's almost like Adam and Chava before the Nasira, right? It's like a replica. 
it replicates that for sure. It replicates because sure. because here you are. There's no sex, but you're here. You're lying. Or you're connected to me. And 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 just like you have Adam and Chavim, again, the Malbim, by the way, goes into this in Parshas Barashas, whether they were mm-hmm. able to, uh, cons- whether they could have had uh, children or they could have had sex when they were, you know, uh, one attached to the other, <laughs> uh, uh, the other opposite directions. And I think he says they could, but but the point though is is that I, I think it's it's a, it's it's a dugmaladava. If you're right, this is right. here's here's Boaz and Ruas. Once again, uh, being Adam and Chava, and it's it's almost what I would say. You take it even and, and, and Taka before the Nasira, which is which is why you know it would not be an appropriate time for them to to do anything, right? Because I mean, right, that's know. what I'm saying. That's why I'm saying he says stay here tonight. Why did you have to stay here? Because there has to be a kiyum. There's to be a kiyum in reliving Adam and Chava connected, and that darg of Adam and right. Chava before the Nasira. That night at Bechatzi Alayla, that special moment is when Ottoman, that, that's where Rus and, like you say, it's a replication. They now replicate Ottoman Chava Kaidaman Asira. And I would say now, built on this, that this is the Tikkun to Lot, because Lot actually thought, or at least the, the Benos Lot, Rus's great great grandmother, uh-huh. <laughs> Actually, thought they were the autumn, the new autumn in Chava, right? Because they yeah, thought, thought that they the, were world, the world, yeah. they they thought that the world had been destroyed, and therefore, as we know, she also stayed with them that night. You know, she she stayed with them. She didn't just uh, you know have relations with him. She they there they actually did the Misa first, and the, the Rus's great great grandmother actually stays with the Lot the whole night. And gets up, right? Mm-hmm. She gets up in the morning, whatever, right? But, right? Or, or, or I'm not sure, but I think that was, that was, that was trying to do the other menchava bit. Trying to do the other menchava bit, yes, which was, which was not, well, it which, wasn't good which, which actually time. did something though, because it brought, we know the, as the Medrash says, that Arshel Mashiach comes from there, right? It Ultimately, yeah. ultimately, as you said, Adam is all the generations till Mashiach. And, and, and Lot and, you know, and, and his daughter, who is, you know, uh, uh, who is the mother of Moab, this is Rus's, you know, progenitor, also in a way engages in that, in that activity. She's actually the first same, one. Returning, returning to Gan Eden. Yeah. I hope people listen to this and, 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 uh, come to Matantyre and Megillus Rus and, uh, with a new, yes, as we say, and as we say, as Vayichan Yisrochen Egeda Harki Shechon Belevechon, when some of your best friends are Kabbalists, magic happens. Take care, everybody. We'll see you after Yantif. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.